Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumashe. Thank you for connecting with us. Uh, this we uh, call Words of Wisdom, Wow Moment. And uh, joining us right now is Ahira Patudi, uh, who is an industrial psychologist and an accredited transformation coach. We're talking about how to overcome shame in order to walk in your authentic power. Uh, good afternoon and welcome, Zahira. Good afternoon, Zahira, and uh, thank you for having me and good afternoon to the listeners as well. So let's talk about this. How how do we overcome shame? Um, first of all, we need to understand what led to that shame. So the first thing that I want to say, Priscilla, uh, uh, is that as human beings, we are very powerful. We are born caring purpose. We, we are born and come on earth to fulfill a particular mandate. We have the power, we've got the capability, and most people don't fulfill that because of certain things that hinder them. And one of the things that hinders us is because of the shame. Shame comes from from pain. Mm-hmm. Shame comes from negative beliefs that we hold of ourselves. You know, and we develop those negative beliefs growing up. And I think research has shown that by the time we are seven years old, more than 70% of our emotional patterns, of our mental programmings, have already set, which is very sad. Uh, you know, because then we spend the whole of our adulthood trying to, um, you know, correct what, what, what happened. So, and, and if I may just add to say, what really causes the wounds. And research has also shown that most people experience five kinds of wounds which really lead to shame. The three least ones are the wounds from humiliation, mm-hmm. wounds from injustice, wounds from, um, from betray- betrayal. But most people experience wounds from abandonment, exercise, and rejection. And that's where the shame is. So people look at experiences, they make conclusions that are negative about themselves. Mm. They say, I'm not good enough, I'm not deserving, I'm not deserving to be alive. You know, when you see people, for example, even committing suicide, it means they've got this fundamental negative belief that they don't deserve to be alive. Mm. And the, the reality is that this shame, this negative belief, control us, whether we like it or not. When you see a very good person do something very negative, you must know there is a force behind that that they might actually be unconscious of. You know, mm-hmm. we see somebody who has gone into a very powerful position, very brilliant, and then they commit greed. Or we see people that are supposed to be spiritual leaders, they do something opposite to the character. And you wonder what actually happened. What is driving that is the shame that is coming out. So the more, if you don't understand what is in your unconscious, the unconscious will control you. And at the moment when you least expect, that's when the shameful behavior comes. Because then what happens is it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So when you don't believe that you're good enough, you can never walk in your power. When you believe that you're a victim, you can never walk in your power. But with the work that I do in in really taking people through some of this fundamental inner child programming, and we've got primary programming that operate, and then we've got secondary programming. So we deal with all that, and we rewire them. 
So what happens as well, Kritalda, before we, we come to the actual transformation, when we carry shame and we learn from a young age, we develop masks. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I come to a stage where I believe, oh, if I am nicer to mom, then I, because all what we're looking for, Kritalda, is love mm-hmm. and acceptance. So if I come to a stage where I say, oh, if I, 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 do, I become nice to mom or nice to my caregivers, then I experience love. We develop a mask of being a pleaser. So we develop this mask because we, we think if we walk in this mask, if we develop this mask, people will appreciate us. And they grow. But when you are, when you are covered with the thick masks, we cannot get access to your powerful, authentic self. We certainly wonder, but who actually is Chiselda? Mm. You know, what we are interacting with is a mask, and the mask is just an indication that there is so much fear. And I'm just, I just mentioned one example of a of a of a pizza. Well, another mask that I can talk about is a mask of a perfectionist. So this is somebody who maybe grew up being humiliated, being told they are foolish, being humiliated with how they look, and now they've got to develop a mask of being a perfectionist. Uh, and people will even go to an extent where they do plastic surgeries; they want better noses. But what they're actually trying to fix is the wound of being perfect. Mm. And until they get to that, it does not matter how many times they do plastic surgery. You know, um, they will they will always be controlled by this by the shame. Mm. You know, so and and so the 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 best way to deal and 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 experience transformation is to go deep into the shame they mm. say it is when you face your own death it is in the midst of darkness that you find your light wow yes but how do um, you um ensure that uh, when you confront that which you fear the most it doesn't break you you know, it is, and I've experienced some of this thing when I do the, the healing retreats, because you go very deep. Mm. Um, and you, as a, as a transformation coach or whoever that is trained, you know when to push somebody. Mm. You know when a person is not ready. And there are times when I really push people and they experience a breakthrough. And one example is uh, somebody that uh, experienced uh, rape at a young age. And when you got exactly Exactly at that point, even the disease that that happened came out. The person started having fits. So you've got to really be um, trained to know that you can take and help people to face their darkness. And it is safe to face their darkness. And many people, when they really come, it's because they are tired. Mm. And how do you get tired? When you experience the same patterns over and over again in your life, you think that... I'm in the same relationship. When I get out of this, I get to the same one because there is a mental program. Or I'm trying to change my financial status, but I get back into that. So Paul, you you know, I want to say, Paul says, the very thing that I don't want to do, I end up doing. Mm. I want to get slim and be healthy. But there is this emptiness that causes me to overeat and become an emotional eater. It's because the wound is talking. It is saying, I want you to deal with me. I want you to numb me. That is why people get into 
addiction. Ah. Yes, because they are not, the more the pain comes, and for you to transform, you can never get to the other end without facing the, the, the discomfort of the darkness and the discomfort of the pain. So the more you numb it, the more you suppress it, the more you stay in the same place, but you can never move to the powerful self, to the authentic self that you want to be. And the other thing is, within our pain lies our people. So our experiences are not meant to define us, but our experiences are meant to prepare us to fulfill our purpose. I think that's where we're going to leave it. Thank you so much uh, for that wow moment. And that is words of... Where do we find you before you go... You can find me an info at ignitetalent.co.za. Awesome. Info at ignitetalent.co.za. Any social yes. media presence? Uh, Zahira Light. Um, I've got a page. Zahira Light, the Awakening Catalyst. I'm also on Twitter, I'm also on Instagram. Awesome, thank you. Thank you very much, Zahira uh, Patudi, industrial psychologist and an accredited transformation coach. And those were the words of wisdom.